Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast, the uh, last for 2021 and the first for 2022. We're going to talk about what's coming to Disney parks in the upcoming year. In our last podcast, we noted all of the attractions, over 60, that premiered in 2021. In fact, if you have not heard that podcast, you're going to want to listen to that one too. You'll be surprised by some of the things that occurred last year you may not have been aware of. But that said, what about 2022? Well, this year stands to be as amazing as 2021, not necessarily for the number of attractions and offerings, but for the size of investment. In addition to major rides and attractions, at least three parks, maybe more, across the globe will be receiving all new lands, complete with rides, attractions, entertainment, food, beverage, shopping, and more. Two new hotels will premiere, one very controversial, and more expensive than all of them, a brand new Disney cruise ship will set sail this summer, the first in over 10 years. Plus, all the attractions returning that were put on hiatus during the pandemic. 2022 will be another major banner year for Disney parks everywhere. And we're not even sure that there aren't going to be a few more surprises before 2022 ends. So tune into this podcast as we explore all of this and more. By the way, you're going to want to check out DisneyAtPlay.com. It's a great place to subscribe to our posts and podcasts so you'll be notified as they come up. Um, There's going to be plenty of photos and an outline of everything that we're going to be talking about during this podcast. I thought to put this podcast not by park, but by how it's going to flow through the year. But to be honest, as I started putting it together, you have really two seasons ahead of us. Well, three seasons. You have spring, you have summer, and then you have somewhere in 2022. We'll explore all of these as we go through. But uh, 2022 begins with uh, a big bang as Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World unveils its doors in just a couple of months. This obviously has been a controversial project in the last couple of, uh, in the last month or two, and I don't think I've really had a chance to really talk about my impressions. Some of the videos I didn't even get a chance to see before they were yanked by Disney. I noticed that during the Christmas parade, as I reviewed that uh, just a day or two, it was it was uh, several days after it actually premiered, I noticed some commercials, particularly the Disney Cruise Line and the New Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure, how impressive those commercials were and how everything else I've seen in regards to Galactic Star Cruiser is not so much. It also um, it also becomes a little challenging because some of the artistic renderings, which they always say, you know, artistic rendering only, But some of those artistic renderings looked really good, and the reality doesn't look quite so much the same. And so this is part of the challenge. Are there droids? Are there other? What is it? Who is on this ship? What is going on? There's and and the price tag just uh, it just stands out 
as being such an expensive proposition uh, that I, well, I think Disney will figure out a way to make it work over time. But Disney's not just looking to make this hotel work. They're looking to create a new hotel franchise. If this were successful, they'd like to see other Star Cruiser hotels just like this, perhaps at other Disney resorts worldwide, perhaps in locations where there is no resort. It's a little bit like the old Disney Quest model. What could we do as kind of a, as a, kind of a standalone elsewhere? But it remains to be seen whether this first one will even succeed, much less whether the investment on this one will pay off as they build additional hotels later. Lots to come, more to come on this this year. I will not be covering the Star Cruiser uh, as a guest. I am not paying that amount and uh, I don't feel justified in doing so. Um, and Disney is not inviting me to do that. Um, so, but we will find others who have and we will get you insights as we go through the year. More likely, um, is the new Toy Story Hotel opening at Tokyo Disney Resort. I'm more likely to visit that hotel than the one, even though I live in, in Orlando. That is a second hotel that is opening this year, um, but it is opening under the Tokyo um, Disney um, brand. The, the Oriental Land Company owns that hotel. There's a kind of a hotel row uh, that, that kind of parameters Tokyo Disney Resort, if you haven't been there, and there is some really good ones, a Sheraton and a Hilton stand out. One kind of just went dead, and Oriental Land Company, surprise, not surprisingly, um, impressively, took that over and has recreated a new Toy Story Hotel experience. Now, I'm not a big fan of the Toy Story Hotel in Shanghai Disney, although I thought the interior rooms and hallways were pretty impressive. Um, but the outside and the facilities and the amenities in Shanghai didn't overwhelm me. It'll be interesting to see what happens at Tokyo Disney Resort. Um, there are many things that Disney will bring back, I think, in this first quarter, including the uh, Festival of Fantasy Parade. I have no guaranteed word on that, but that's my belief that uh, probably within a few weeks, in fact, I would not even be surprised if that was announced by the end of next week as to when that comes back in the first week of January. We do know that a brand new Disney Adventures Friends Cavalcade is coming. They're keeping some of the cavalcades. This one, they did a new one for the 50th. This one is kind of a hodgepodge of dis different Disney characters. It looks like it's intended to replace the previous move it, shake it, bake it uh, kind of uh, thing that's been going on the last 10 years. I'm glad to see that go as it occupied a lot of space and kept the horse-drawn trolley from going out and kept crowds from being able to get across. So the cavalcade is a lot friendlier toward the guest experience. And I'm looking forward to that, uh, seeing what that uh, looks like. Other than that, that's the only thing I know that's being promised in the spring. Again, I think there'll be a lot more coming in terms of coming things coming back into the parks that were not there. But at this point, those have not been 
announced with their starting dates. Now, summer of 2022, that's a different thing because they have announced some things, although not necessarily the opening date. The big one here at Walt Disney World is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. This is, I think I'm more... I'm more curious, not so much about the ride or what the coaster aspect of this is. I'm just, um, I'm just kind of um, curious as to how they're going to utilize what was already, because most of the ride takes place in the new show building they have, but there's still a big universe of energy building and that, that space alone was ginormous. And for cues and... Uh, exiting points, maybe retail. I, I don't know what's all going there, but I can't. I can't even fathom yet what. Uh, I I can't imagine in my mind that there will be a long queue going through that thing. But how they'll queue it and what that looks like remains to be seen. Perhaps um, a little more laid out, maybe not, is the new Avengers Campus at Walt Disney Studios Paris. This is one of the lands. We've talked about the Avengers Campus that came to Disney California Adventure, and there's already a sort of smaller Avengers Campus over at Hong Kong Disneyland. This one um, is looks to be pretty much the size of what, ha well, I, and then I have to caveat that because the one in California Adventure also has Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. This does not, but it does have web slingers, a Spider-Man adventure like California Adventure. The difference is here, they've added Iron an Iron Man themed coaster. Don't know that we have a title on that coaster yet, but they've taken the old rock and roller coaster, which was, um, I remember riding it once uh, 15 years ago, and it was uh, comparable to the one here in Florida, but a little different in terms of how it laid out. I'm very curious to see how they can make this theme coaster. And by the way, we're already talking two coasters. We got others that we're gonna be talking about. This is a coaster year at Disney. So Iron Man theme coaster is being re redone into that theme. A mission control heroic encounter experience. I think that's for their meet and greets, which again are so incredible over at California Adventure. Be great to see the Spider-Man. Uh, come out there, the Flying Spider-Man. There's a PIM test kitchen similar to California Adventure and Avengers Canteen Service, a Starks Test IA Mall, and a Web Suppliers for those are retail locations. So lots going on. This is a big addition for Walt Disney Studios Paris. This park is the smallest of all parks worldwide. Um, and it's always been the underling. It wasn't until Disney bought up the remaining share control of Disneyland Paris that they were able to start doing something significant. And it's only step one in a multi-layer uh, addition, which will include a frozen themed land and set of attractions, as well as some kind of Star Wars components. So there's a lot coming ahead to Walt Disney Studios Paris, and it's, it's badly needed because there just isn't enough. I should also mention in my review last week of um, In Memoriam, those rides and attractions that have gone away. This one stopped operating before 21, but they did announce finally in uh, during this last year that Lights, Motors, Actions would no longer take place. Um, 
that attraction, which was never something I liked at Disney's Hollywood Studios, it always seemed like a bear to go out there and to hike all the way to the back to get into the stands. And it just seemed like there was a lot of fluff to it before you finally got to the fun parts where they were doing. And, and mind you, the I mean, truly, the the acrobatics, the, the stunt work was terrific in that show. But it was just filled with so much other stuff that I didn't need and, and took too much of a day at the studios. It was actually better in Paris. And I remember seeing it the first year I came, long before it came to Disney's Hollywood Studios, I saw it in France. And I actually quite liked it. It was both in... French and English, and they utilized a camera crew and audience members. They actually sat, and if you remember, there was a little cafe, a European or Parisian cafe. Um, they would actually sit in the cafe while this was going on. It was kind of crazy to see it. I hope the barriers were good enough. But And they're actually filming with a with crew more in the audience. It was more interactive with the audience. Again, French and English, I just thought it was a better show, maybe because it was set in... Um, Europe and it just felt like a little more of the European experience but unfortunately the days of that attraction are gone and um, the Iron Man theme coaster the um, Finding Nemo well Crush coaster it's a small coaster and then also what remains of their backlot attraction which we talked about uh, in our previous podcast, uh, it has the cars overlay now. Those are the only remaining attractions in that park that are truly even unique to uh, to the Disney uh, to, among Disney parks. Uh, also coming this summer, and we do have a better defined date as to when it's coming, is the Disney Wish, and this is a over billion dollar investment. I think the other. Uh, offerings that we're going to talk about, the other things coming this year are probably easily another billion dollars. So you're talking about a $2 billion banner year, half of which, at or at least a billion of which, is being put toward this, what seems to be a pretty spectacular uh, new ship. There's a there's new recreations such as the Toy Story Splash Zone and the Aqua Mouse kind of projection slide attraction. There are food and beverage offerings such as the Hyperspace Star Wars Lounge, the family dining choices like Arendelle, um, a frozen dining adventure, Worlds of Marvel, and 1923 set to Hollywood, kind of similar to what you get at um, the Carthay Circle restaurant. Premier dining with uh, Enchante by Chef Arnaud, The Rose, Palo Steakhouse, uh, an Oceaneer Club to include a Marvel Superhero Academy, Fairy Tale Hall, Walt Disney Imagineering Lab, New entertainment shows featuring uh, one called the Disney Seas, Disney Seas the Adventure, and one also based more contemporary style on The Little Mermaid. And then just a, a new aesthetic, a new look to the staterooms, to the atrium. There's a lot to be seen here. And I have to say, I just finished paying my deposit for the Disney Wish. And I'm excited about it. Looking forward to doing it this summer, and yet, as I kind of re-looked at the price tag, which is about 4000 plus, I then started looking at the other cruises <laughs> in the 
in in Europe, actually pretty comparable. Mind you, got to get over there uh, by plane, and that's an extra expense. And then the Alaskan ones were a little bit more, but not much. And I'm still not certain whether I'm locked on Disney Wish, but we'll be there soon enough. And we will be definitely covering it with David and others who will be attending, um, will be uh, who are planning on on sailing on that ship this next year. Now, the inside joke for when we talked about last year was everything seems to be uh, named something enchanted, enchantment, encanto. And by the way, did you notice on the Disney Wish the restaurant uh, Enchante? by Chef Arnaud. Well, Enchanted is still here, but but the the joke, the inside joke of this year is that everything seems to be somewhere in 2022 or maybe even a little beyond. Let me give you an example of that. Another big land coming this summer, apparently, or somewhere in 2022, somewhere, is Arendelle. World of Frozen coming to Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, this is this is much bigger than just the Frozen Ever After or even a Norway um, pavilion at Epcot. This is an entire land. You have the palace to Frozen. You have the Frozen Ever After attraction, but you also have um, something called Wandering Oaken's Sliding Sleds, which kind of looks like it follows about the same size and layout of the Seven Dwarfs Mine Ride. Um, you have a playhouse in the woods, kind of a playhouse area. And then you have f uh, food and beverage options like the Golden Crocus Inn and the Bayside Wharf. You have TikTok toys and collectibles, uh, traveling traders. You've got a whole bunch of shops and restaurants and this whole land. There's a mountain in the background that kind of gives you a sense of uh, her ice palace in the distance. This is a whole land coming to Hong Kong Disneyland. It is one of the five, they announced a oh, five-year plan, not including the gaps in, in, um, in the COVID, but they had started with a new Moana show in Adventureland. They had added, uh, new attractions in Tomorrowland, a sort of mini adventure campus with an Iron Man simulator ride that is a great ride, probably one of my favorite simulator attractions. Um, a redoing of uh, the redoing of um, Buzz Lightyear's uh, Astro Blaster attraction with a overlay or completely new look using Ant Man. They built an entirely new castle with a new stage show in front. Now they're adding Arendelle World of Frozen. And uh, this land, honestly, if you took out what's on the other side of the tracks, it too is on the other side of the tracks, but it, there are other fantasy land attractions such as a major theater and it's a small world. If you took those out, it's almost the size of the fantasy land that they started with. Uh, and so this is... This is a big expansion to the whole Fantasyland experience and really complements all the great things that have been added in, um, in the last 10, 12 years at, uh, at Hong Kong Disneyland. Definitely uh, one 
one place that is awfully far away to travel, but uh, frankly, is so worth it. Um, it is just an impressive, um, it's become an impressive little park and it's got some great hotels attached to it. Another new land supposedly set to open in Shanghai Disney is Zootopia. It's considered to be their eighth land in Shanghai Disney. It's kind of in between, well, it's really kind of off behind Seven Dwarfs Mine Ride and Fantasyland. You kind of enter from there. I'm not sure if there's another entrance going in between Fantasyland and Pirate's Cove, but um, it's supposedly set in Savannah Central, so it's kind of like the Times Square of Zootopia with big billboards going on and so forth. We have not even gotten a name uh, for the new attraction or ride that is going there. We we believe that it's set in the Zootopia Central Station. So I wouldn't be surprised if they took something similar to the train and Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. But we do know that unlike that attraction, which is just a big projection experience, there's some sophisticated animatronics that are being added to it. We know there's a Jumbo's Cafe, which was kind of an ice cream parlor. You see a picture of somebody getting a, a big old um, uh, Jumbo Pop type thing. Um, so we know that something's coming. We just have gotten very little. No, don't know anything about the shopping or dining. We, we've seen pictures, but that's it. And we really know very little. And yet, supposedly, it's opening sometime as the 5th anniversary ends for Shanghai Disney. Now, mind you, that fifth anniversary celebration started last summer. Celebrations for Disney are 18 months in length, not 12. So I think somewhere between 12 and 18 months um, after the beginning of the fifth anniversary celebration, we will see the Zootopia attraction emerge. Lots more to come there. Over at Disneyland, it's a it's relatively quiet year. That doesn't mean that you're not going to have a lot of new things come or a lot of things come back into Disneyland that weren't there prior, such as the return of the Main Street Electrical Parade on its 50th anniversary, uh, World of Color, Fantasmic, and those kinds of things, but very little of anything new per se. Downtown Disney is set to start a remodeling project uh, in January, but it's very ambiguous as to how long that remodeling or how extensive that remodeling is or what's really going into that space. It's where AMC Movie Theater was. It's where uh, the ESPN Zone was. Um, a Star Wars kind of trading post set up shop where Rainforest Cafe was. It's in that latter space around the monorail station toward the Disneyland, closest to the Disneyland Hotel. More to come. Not a lot of information, though, on what's happening. We have been told that Magic Bands are finally coming to Disneyland and that we're now going to get the Magic Band Plus, as well as an... Um, a new type of experience called Hey Disney. Um, think of something uh, similar to Alexa. And that's coming into the hotels. So there's a whole thing going on there technology-wise. More technology. 
which is always um, a concern given uh, the quality of things uh, that happen IT-wise. At Disney Springs, there will probably be several new shops and eateries, but we do know for sure that Salt and Straw is set to open sometime in the spring. We also know, again, going back to the in memoriam, it looked pretty much like the Beatrix restaurant, which took was going to take the place of Bongo's, uh, had left the building some time ago, but it wasn't really declared dead until last year. Uh, but we know that there are more things to happen at Disney Springs, and I think there's so much more energy with the new Cert show having finally arrived. There's a lot to happen right there at Disney Springs. Meanwhile, over at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, they've taken one of the buildings and created a 200-room DVC suite addition uh, to that, and that is slated to open at some point. And then we have... And I've, you know, I've already named three new lands, the Zootopia, the Arendelle, and the Avengers Campus in Paris. There's also another new land kind of coming, I think, at some point, probably toward the end of the year, maybe bleeding into 23. But really, there's been a lot of fencing in the middle of what was future world. Now that is referred to as World Celebration. And we, I would, while there are no statements as to when they're coming, we do know that they are well underway in creating the Connections Cafe and Eatery. We know they're well underway on the Moana journey of water. There has been a uh, statue miniature shown of the new Walt Disney statue at Dreamer's Point. Um, all of these things, hopefully added together, will allow you to go down the center of what is world celebration. Mind you, Moana is more like world nature. It's kind of that bridge between world celebration over to world nature. And I would say probably of all things, that's going to be the ladder to open. There were other things that were part of this space. At one point, there was kind of this uh, magical tree with lights on it, somewhat similar to what is happening in Toontown. By the way, that's in memoriam for 22. It will be entirely shut down. Uh, all of Mickey's Toontown will be shut down as they prepare Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and redo some things over there in Disneyland. Um, there was this, so there was this magical tree. It looks like they're putting it over at Toontown as well or not. There was kind of this, um, um, it reminded me of the Alice in Wonderland maze at Shanghai Disney. There is a section of it that is themed to the Mad Tea Party. You could even try on um, the Hatter's hat. And it was a big kind of banquet table. It was kind of a picture kind of place to take pictures. There were images of this as well. Um, but I haven't seen anything recent on that or the tree. None of it seemed to tie together in any sensible way. It didn't have that contemporary look that the um, the new shop has and what looks like to be coming to the Connections Cafe. So more to come on that, but but 
again, it could be a whole theme land by the time it's done. We just don't know what's happening there. Glad something's coming, but boy, we've had to wait a long time to really address that area. I I miss the fountains of Future World. I think I there are a lot of people who agree with me on that. The reality of it is, is with the entire fountain show that they added over to um, uh, Harmonious, it does look kind of duplicitous, especially if they would get around to doing fountain shows during the day, which they ought to be doing. And yet, um, um, that whole section that was under a lavender purple canopy, that was really one of, uh, it was probably second after after uh, that area in um, Animal Kingdom. Uh, it was probably second to uh, to that uh, Dinoland section that is so ugly to look at. It's it was the same thing there. Too hot. It was it was just a it was such a journey to go, you know, from the entrance to Spaceship Earth, Spaceship Earth, all the way to World Showcase. It just went on and on and on. So hopefully something more shaded, something more pleasant, something more to stop and enjoy will be coming to that area. I haven't mentioned Finding Nemo, the Big Blue and Beyond again. More attractions coming back, but this is an attraction that's kind of new. It's it's a new show, um, even though the previous show was based on Nemo as well. Again, don't know when it's coming. Somewhere in 2022. But we do know that it will build off of the Finding Dory story. And will include some of the songs previous and will utilize the puppets as, as uh, was done before. So... It'll be great to have something added to Disney's Animal Kingdom. They need more things added going into January with the Triceratops, uh, not Triceratops bin, but the Primeval Whirl being completely taken out with the Nemo show being prepared for coming back and not available. And then there's a three-month hiatus with... Uh, Expedition Everest, that whole area is not going to be offering anything. And today, um, my son-in-law was telling me that uh, Flight of Passage had gone down, just creating huge lines over at the safari. Well, imagine having Expedition Everest down as well. This is not going to be a pretty... And if it's a cold day, nobody's going to want to go on Cayley River Rapids. That's a that's a big issue in that area. I do want to also say that again, not really highlighting everything coming back, and and we don't have a date on this, but Fantasmic is coming back to Disney's Hollywood Studios, and we know that there are new show elements in this, and we know that they have been doing extensive uh, re uh, repairs uh, to that entire pavilion. And I'm excited. For me, that will be a rebirth of Fantasmic. And I couldn't be more excited to see it as it comes. Now, with all of those somewhere in 2022s, there's still another list, which is completely silent. Things we don't even know about. Here's that list. The Toy Story Land Roundup Barbecue. The, the building's already there, but they've stopped construction on it. So no knowledge of when it should, it should have been here by now. In fact, actually earlier discussions in the post-COVID period, 
post-COVID said it would be here by the end of 21, but it's not here. So what's going on with that? Why is it not there? Um, that's, that's a missing thing. The play pavilion next to what was Universe of Energy, what, what, what the play pavilion was once, Wonders of Life, that was apparently, and I was going to look for this, but apparently it was on the map uh, for um, Epcot's, uh, it was on Epcot's 50th map, and it does say that. On the, um, on the park map, it does say future home of play. So it should come, but no discussion about when. Wondrous China is another one that is totally missing in action. No word about when it's coming in. Again, the Reflections DVC Resort, I think that's going to be redesigned into something different, but the space has all been leveled out and it's standing there all fenced up and um, looking like an eyesore, kind of like uh, River Country for about 20 years after it closed. Spaceship Earth Reimagine, I could see that going down sometime by the end of next year and still going through that, but we haven't had any official word. The Festival Pavilion, um, that along with the remainder of World Celebrate, that is um, to be determined as to what will happen in that space. That is the largest reason why the fountains also went down is because they wanted to build the Festival Pavilion adjoining that space and, uh, and it was kind of elbowing into that space. Well, what becomes of it? What's going to happen? Again, no knowledge. My guess is, is that the rest of World Celebrate will open maybe in time for the 40th anniversary of Epcot next October, but it will still be a big old fenced area in that corner of the world. Mary Poppins, uh, let, me, let me just talk about this in connection with the Festival Pavilion. If you build the Festival Pavilion, then you might not need the space so much for World Showplace. World Showplace takes a lot of real estate and it's got some really good kitchen and technical facilities in the back of it, which are hard to dismiss. And maybe there's enough demand to have both. But I think the intent was to remove the World Showplace after the Festival Pavilion got built and then grant you enough space for Mary Poppins. But again, Mary Poppins seems to be, well, it's missing from the preview a film, unlike Play Pavilion, which is still in the preview film, and Wondrous China, which is still in the preview film. It's gone, and who knows when it's going to come back. That leaves us one more thing we haven't talked about. When is Tron coming? Well, Tron should have been here. And probably the biggest disappointment is that they didn't open the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World with a new major attraction in the Magic Kingdom. That should have been priority number one and could have been done, I believe, despite, at least sometime in 2021, despite the um, the COVID and the labor shortages that exist. So why isn't it built? I think there are a couple of things. I think Disney got really wise to the fact that they have got to attract people um, into this park. And doing so means 
that they need to kind of space out their offering and putting i think tron and and uh galaxy or guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind were too close to each other uh, i think that is a part of it i think also that cosmic rewind was really needed for epcot because it's in a worse situation in what was the previous future world area and third tron was a project that really started under a previous executive. This one, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, is really more of a Bob Chapek um, build out. And I think those things get trumped. That notwithstanding, it would not surprise me to see at least testing done by the end of 19 with an opening for Tron at the begin or at the end of 22 at the end of 22 sorry with a with it coming completely out of the gate by the beginning of 23 I would not be surprised it could be done from a construction point of view it just it's about marketing and it's about priorities it is not about time it is not about construction um but we don't have guaranteed time. And all those other podcasters, they're telling you, ah, they promised in 22. Yeah, well, they promised it even earlier than that. Um, but then we had a pandemic and then their priorities changed and then the world changed. It's just all different. Any rate, as you could see, whether or not we get Tron, there is still so much coming in 2022. And uh, and we're going we're gonna to provide all of the insight and guidance and so much more as we go through this upcoming year. So join us as we go into 2022. The best way to join us is, well, join the Wayfinder Society. That is a great way to get involved, to help support this podcast and to also, well, it's it offers you a chance uh, to, to see... Um, interactive guides and experience Disney in new ways you can't experience otherwise. So come join us at the Wayfinder Society. Come check it out. There's a link shows you actually some of the some of the uh, interactive guides. You just have to uh, uh, press on the link and you can go right there and check it all out. I think you'll be impressed and I think you'll want to join. And again, it helps support this podcast. Again, thank you for your patronage at 21. We look forward to 22. As we say in Sinbad's Storybook Voyage at Tokyo Disney, you can find that podcast. It's back there around 37 or so. Always follow the compass of your heart, especially as you go into a new year. Have a great day. Have a great new year. We'll see you real soon.